Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are so glad to be with you this week. We hope that you enjoyed our episode last week about intentions on social media because uh, as you guys probably are rethinking your life and what it looks like and how to engage in your relationships online and in real life, we, we do now have hybrid living. This is just the way it is moving forward. So if you missed last week, I thought that Tiffany and I were able to bring um, some personal experience and, and a good deal of wisdom to the table. And before I get into our episode today... I wanted to tell you guys at Tiffany's um, request all about what I've been busy doing this weekend with my family and my husband. So you guys, we bought our house like two years ago and we slowly, we truly are like the slow, slow burn with homes. There are people who move into a house and everything has to be ducks in a row the second that they move in. Who are these people? What and where exactly. are they, what are they robbing banks? Come on, okay. girl. Okay, what are on. they robbing banks? Thank you, Tiffany. I yeah. appreciate Ain't you. Ain't nobody got money for that. Shoot. I appreciate you. So we're doing everything a little bit slowly. In fact, my daughter, before she was even born, is the only one who had her actual room complete. So. You guys, it was the cutest thing. <laughs> it is You've, so cute. It was straight out of like <laughs> Land of Nod. I was like, dang, was Ashley, sorry. she's not even here. This is beautiful. It was so beautiful. And so we figured it's been two years. We should probably give the boys a room that they enjoy and my secret like shadow mission of this is actually that I just want less toys and less crap all around the house because right Mm. now we have Legos in like four rooms our dining tables covered in them like all the things so my mom bought my kids this awesome bunk bed that literally has a house top like it's gray (gasps) and the top of it has a house with a little window it's fabulous and so we were like okay what could we do we initially were going to do like little iron beds side by side and like do a little before and after and make everything look really cute and they were like wait a minute that's that is cute but they're not going to want to play in there and so we kept racking our brains what should we get so we thought what's what's a good combo of like what my mom has and creating a space that our kids would want to be in. You guys, we found a slide. Okay, it is bunk beds with a housetop and a slide. You guys, <laughs> her kids are going to have a slide in their room. It's a Can slide. Can I just say, the childhood memories that they're going to tell at each other's wedding when they're best men in each other's wedding, of like, remember when we broke our legs when we, when oh, we climbed God, up the slide? Oh, God, I was just about to say, I hope it's not an ER visit that they're talking about, but it might be. And here's why, because the Amazon reviews, everything was really great on there, except for, you know, the the several, only a handful of like one and two star reviews. And both of them were like, the, the slide is too steep and too fast. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but we are also like way more on the great, you know, jump from that six foot thing. You'll be fine spectrum, I think, than a lot of other people. So I think we're going to be okay, you guys, but I will keep you updated. <laughs> I, so that's how I, we spent Dr. King's weekend is making like, our kids have a lot of um, good times in the house. Let it be. Let it be, Lord. Let it be. I um, I remember visiting you in New York City and Lucas had to be, my gosh, tiny months. Right. You know, maybe. And he was jumping off. He was jumping off something and he was little. And I about had a heart attack. I was just like, I'm not, this is not my child. I'm not going to correct this child. He's, he clearly knows his limits. He, yes. he, he's landing on his butt on his feet. He's fine. And then he looked yes. up at me and smiles like, tell me you approve of me, <laughs> which I did. I, I nodded and gave him the nonverbal 
confirmation he was waiting for. But I, I was starting to sweat, not because the humidity, but because I was just like, this, I am clearly too anal with my kids. I felt so convicted. So I come home and I'm thinking, I have got to let things go. That's what I got from that. So you guys, she's the real deal. When she says, she's like, you know what? You're going to learn because you're going to figure it out and you're, right. your boys and you're going to figure it out. She means it. I do. Got, I do. It's not lip service like I give. Not lip service. Listen, it's so real. I owe this to my friend Sarah Gill because, you know, ra- being raised with my mom, she was definitely more on the spectrum of like safety police. I mean, she's an yeah, ER nurse. Me. Like for sure. She's, you know, she's seen it all. She, In fact, she puts worst case scenarios in our kid's head and in mine and my brother's head our whole lives. We're like, if we do this, here's the worst possible thing that could happen. And she would explain it to us. So our kids were trying to go a little further than that. But my friend Sarah Gill has two wild boys and I remember being at her house when they were little and they're about two or three years apart and I'm telling you guys they would literally jump something would be 10 feet away and they would just try to jump to it they would climb up on the table leap off of that and she was just like whatever it's a jungle gym I mean these are boys that need to get energy out and I'm here for it and she didn't even blink an eye and they would like fall and hurt themselves and she's like get up shake it off you know so I think being around her <laughs> for so many years was so helpful and I think that's a good segue into our um, show today because we're talking about intentions in real life and yeah. you know we're talking here about fear and control and all the things that we were about and believe me I have plenty of that 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 is dictated in other areas of my life I place all that other places but yeah I think it's important today to talk about our intentions for 2022 in real life because I think we should probably have some even though I have extraordinarily low expectations for this year I don't know about you Tiffany but mine are like maybe in the basement bargain basement right (laughs) they might be in the tornado alley like thing that's outside that you go crawl in the little cellar under the ground that's where my expectations are I'm, I'm here for some survival with a few good meals thrown in, you guys. A <laughs> few good meals. Our foodie. Maybe some nice takeout. You know, yeah, our, our, foodie, our foodie host. <laughs> I love it so much. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> um, well, let's – I also – I want to circle back one quick thing. You mentioned that your mom's a nurse, and I'm realizing, I'm like, where is my, like, crazy type A, don't jump off that, don't do that? And I've grown, you guys. I mean, I have an 11-year-old now. He, he, right. Shoot. You have to when you have oh, kids. Oh, my gosh. You really yeah, do. Totally. Yeah. And boys especially. Let's just yes. be real. These guys, they are Absolutely. growing into that physicality. They're just, they're boys. They're all mm-hmm. boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad was a firefighter, and he would constantly tell us, like, oh, I had to pull somebody out of, with the jaws of life out of that. So now that you say right. that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was constantly, I mean, I wasn't allowed. You ready for this, Ashley? I wasn't allowed to, like, take a pen and write on my hands if I needed to, like, remember something. He's like, so if you get in a car accident and that rips open and blood gets in and that ink gets into your skin. Like, I vividly remember oh my telling you that. Listen, <sighs> Tiffany, I'm so with you. My mom, I literally, you guys, I used to match. This is way too TMI, and I'm sorry for everyone for what I'm about to say. But I used to match my underwear and bra because my mom's like, if you ever get in a car accident and they have to cut your clothes <laughs> open, you do not want to be embarrassed in the ER. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> Me, but it like stuck in my head from the time I was, you know, like a preteen all the way up until I don't know, maybe my 30s, where I was like, you know what, nothing matches underneath and no one cares. You I know? love that that's how your that was your liberation. It was <laughs> like I will wear whatever color underwear on top and bottom that I want, and I even transitioned it into swimsuits. I'll wear like a coral bottom and a black top. And my mom's like, what's going on with your bathing suit? Like, oh, are these two different gosh, suits? And I'm like, so no, mom, funny. it's two different pieces. You know, like it's still oh, a conversation. I I love her so much. So yeah, your I'm liberation you. was mismatched undergarments. Mine was writing on my hands. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Look at us being brave and bold. Oh, bravery. You know what? Every other woman's conference is called bravery, and that's going to be my next intro. Is this Perfect. Is what bravery means to me. Anyway, okay. Too, too far, Tiffany. Too far. Common to I like women's it. conferences. I like it. <clears throat> okay. Buy them feather earrings. No, I'm done. Okay, I'm mm. done. I'm done. Not the feather earrings. Oh. Yes, you did. Good work. Proud you know what? You. I Mine were leather, at least. They were like... <laughs> Silver leather. Si- oh, silver! Wow, <laughs> little pop, little pop, pop right there. I'm so proud of you. Good work. You know, I mean, they're real cheap, so I had to throw them out, but it's okay. Name in my ears, green green. I'm over it. It's fine. <laughs> so, if you're planning a woman's conference and you're listening to this, we could you pass on them silver feather earrings? You don't need Please. them. You don't need them. They got my no, ears turn green. Mm-hmm. It's honestly. Listen, don't do it, <clears throat> okay. you guys. Don't do it. And merch, as Ashley you know, said, let's yeah, stop merch. the merch. We're, oh, please, Lord, have mercy. Stop. The merch. Oh, so much merch. Gosh, I can't deal with it. <laughs> I can't deal Here's the either. thing. Listeners, we know you love this. We know you're we still do. here for this Well, side they wouldn't talk. be making it if, oh, you mean they love our side shade about the yeah, merch. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They love our merch, our side shade on all things evangelical subculture. So and I'm it so sorry. Like we do and not if you're, have the audience if you're wondering what we're talking about, just hashtag church merch and just see what you find. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're gonna go on a rabbit hole. Send us no. pictures. <laughs> no, I'm coming back. I'm coming oh, you're back. gonna find biking shorts. You're gonna find oversized sweatshirts that are like faded biking tie shorts. dye. Oh my God, you better you're be lying to you, me right oh, now. Oh, I ain't lying at all. You're gonna find no. long tees that is not and the tanks. Lord. You're gonna find some hats and some beanies. I can't wait to see what y'all find. Send us your best work, okay? Send us your best church merch, okay? <laughs> so when I think of my intentions for 2022. It's continually being anti-church merch. I'm just going to start the bar low. <laughs> I don't love branded stuff in general, though, Ashley. Like, that's not my vibe. Oh, same. Not at yeah. all. Yeah, if, if it has like a name a on it, I'm out. Wear, like, if there's a Nike swoosh on something in the corner, that doesn't bother me. But if it's, like, overt, I'm not really here for that. No. Same. No. No. Even if it's Gucci. I don't care. I don't care. Even if it's Gucci. I don't need Gucci, Gucci on a shirt. <laughs> Like, I don't need it. I don't care what your name brand is. I don't care if it's the Target brand or the Gucci brand. I don't want to Did you ever go shirt. through the BB brand, the BB face, you know, Bebe or whatever it's called? <laughs> I did not. But I you know did. exactly what you're talking about. Okay, good. I just need to know. Let us know yeah. in the comments. I don't know where you're going to leave this comment, but let us know in the comments if you this were really in a BB face. This really depends on your age, to be honest. We've just aged ourselves tremendously, and I don't That's think okay. the BB has circled back around to Gen Z. So. And if they were crystal encrusted BB, please also note that in the fine print because we need to know if you are part of that crew or just the regular bb crew okay i know i'm sorry for what i'm about to do you've done you, you've derailed us because okay so at my job we had to like look at the new trends and so somebody sent me the trend report from pinterest and it includes many things that i have never heard of in my entire life and really? one of them is an entire bedazzled section so the bedazzling is back what it came Nuh-uh. back. It came back with a vengeance, and it is BB here. knew it all. <laughs> yes, and I have a Gen Zer in my life who bedazzles T-shirts now. They don't you do it don't. like we did. Stop it. I do. Yes, but she just puts like a bedazzle here and there on a shirt, like on a cool T-shirt, instead of like spelling out her name in bedazzlement like we used to do. <laughs> so it actually does look pretty breathe. cool. <laughs> like are you being for real? Are you not I messing swear, with my body? On I'm my sweating through my clothes right no, now. No, I'm serious. Go look at the hottest trends on on Pinterest. They did a report, and it is it is present there. 
mindful menstruation was also one of them. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's come a big again. Deal. What? Are no, you got, I can come see on? That. There's no mindful that's an menstruation. Industry. That's a booming industry. Is right it there. really? Well, what's yeah. <laughs> where have I been? Because I don't know nothing that's mindful. I mean, do I need to breathe a little deeper? <laughs> yes, I do. But well, you guys. know, like it's the it's the hormonal knowledge of like, oh, what's your oh no, what's it ain't even about that. Before? Oh, it's like actual, no girl. I'm talking. You're literally like, mean. Literally, the, what's happening downstairs? I'm not talking okay. about like okay. You know, there's yeah, it was crazy. Like Go the look cups and the undies, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yes, exactly, oh. and other other things as well that I was. Hey, not little PSA. I want to just be really serious for a second because I know that that might be hard to mind. I don't know out how you're going to transition to serious. No, but I have no. I know I'm I'm actually doing something serious. <laughs> okay, I'm if ready. you were this, we'll never get an ad from them, so that's fine. But the the very popular uh, Thinks um, underwear, they have been proven to have cancer-causing agents in them. You're kidding. So, yes, there's now a Surgeon's General warning about those. So just do your research. Be mindful of your (gasps) menstruation. Oh, my God. See, look look how you circled back. Be mindful. I'm proud of you. Okay, so bedazzled, (laughs) mindful menstruation, and... I don't remember. Some other things that I don't know. I was like laughing hysterically. I'll, I'll try to link it to y'all because I always say I'm going to put that in the show notes and then I forget to do it. You um, remember most of the time. How dare you? You, you know, you I would say I would say I'm averaging 60-40. <laughs> but I, I would definitely try to find it for y'all. Uh, their little, um, you know, their little predictions, which okay. are not my intentions, but they are very, they're fun and interesting. Who but who's behind this bedazzled business? I need to know who's at the top pulling the strings because Honestly, we gotta stop. I know. I I don't remember when leopard know. was all the rage though. Oh, that, it's still, what are you talking about? Everything is still leopard in my life. I never that's you never got that's rid of classic. It? You know, it's been around for ages. I mean, that's that's timeless. I have a leopard jacket still. I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> I got rid of all my leopard stuff. And then, you know, what? six years later it all comes back. I know, oh, yeah. I know. But I, I don't keep things. You know me. I'm like such a like, I'm down to two pairs of heels. I just keep getting rid of stuff. I can't help myself. Oh, I don't know why. Oh, my gosh. Two pairs of heels. I don't I even understand what you're saying. I probably had 20 to start. I'm down to two. And I, you, I'm I don't have very many, but two is next level. I know. That Guys. capsule wardrobe thing really caught me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Of the local Pinterest. <laughs> I totally understand. But two? I know. I'm being dead serious Do you have, right like, now. more sneakers or sandals? I have, yeah, I have a white Reeboks. And then I have, yes. like, some old style Nike Cortez daybreak situation, you know, those. Mm-hmm. And then I have some like ones that I can get dirty with the kids. Oh my gosh. I know. Okay. So I have maybe 10 to 12 shoes total. Oh, so that's I still not a lot have a very all. low amount, but you saying yeah. like you have five or six is like, I'm beside I said myself. He- I said two pairs of heels. I didn't right, say, but I did you not named include. three tennis shoes. Well, we're at five. <laughs> right. I'm but I didn't include, girl, I didn't include my flats. I didn't okay. include my penny loafers. Oh, I see. I see. So I we're see. up to a solid. We're about the same. Yeah, I we're got you at now. seven. I have seven. Still, I'm impressed. Good for you. You know what? You Just make keep it real over here. <laughs> well, this episode is clearly about intentions of having fun because guess what, guys? This thing still one? sucks. <laughs> yeah, we're clearly changing the title. This and people are going to roll with it because you guys are here for it and we know it. <clears throat> no, I I just have to say on remembering to laugh I think that is one of the greatest gifts we can remind ourselves you know yes. I, I just have to say when things are the hardest in my life or I found out something my kids doing that's dumb dumb 
I often, I get time with the Lord. I get alone. I remember that they're not doing a line of Coke on the side of the street. (laughs) And then I watch stand-up comedy. I do. I'm serious. That's what I, that's how I calm myself down. And guess what? Someday they might do a line of Coke on the side of the street. And I still love them. And I'm still me. Yes. And I'm going to still carry on. Because that could very well happen because this is the world we live in. But that's what I do. I go watch stand-up comedy after. What? Like what? How that. do you? How do you bring the, le- the the lightness, the levity? How do you keep it light when you need yeah. to? Yeah, you know what? It's interesting. I think that having perspective is very, very helpful, and there are mm-hmm. many ways that I do that. I, I feel like if I, I if I'm better at managing my anxiety and anger, then I tend to have a little bit more lightheartedness. So mine is not as good as yours. Like being able to just like wait a minute, let's let's have a dose of reality. My kids are awesome, and I'm gonna go watch comedy. Like that's a much simpler response but mine feels like if i'm good at managing anger and anxiety then i'm able to respond more in life with joy and i'm Mm, able to have a a more clear perspective on what reality is um because i think being bogged down in the middle of life and whether you have kids or you don't you have a high capacity job or you don't you are you know like everybody that's listening is going through something and trying to manage something. And I think for me, if I want to have a sense of laughter or like a little glint in my eye, then I have to be mindful of how much anxiety and anger I'm carrying. And am I releasing that in a way that keeps my heart light? And the answer to that is dependent on the day. Some days I do better and other days I don't, you know, it's just like, nope, I'm angry and anxious today. Like that's just how I'm rolling. (laughs) There's days where it's like, I'm doing better today. I stretched a little, I went for a walk. I seem to be responding better to these random things that are happening that I don't want to be happening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to know, Ashley, if there's even throughout times of the day, because for me, I really, really struggle with anxiety and I I can almost predict it like clockwork from four to 10. That's a really anxiety-inducing oh, time for me. Right. And I've now been able to recognize that that's the time mm-hmm. that my anxiety – so I take some ashwagandha usually around mm-hmm. then and you, if I need an extra dose from the morning. Or yep. I usually try to work out between 4 and 10, somewhere in that, whenever I – you know, when kids are – keeping themselves occupied and I can work out right just because that'll help you know complete those stress cycles and and get yep. the, move it out of my body but for me I've noticed um I it's more a certain part of time of day even if there's sometimes it seems like there's nothing wrong and then boom the anxiety just sits on my shoulders and I just feel like something's bad or awful is happening or about to happen and it feels totally out of my control but my body's responding as if it is it's the weirdest Mm. well it's predictable it's not weird anymore but now I'm like okay how can I handle this and and giving myself a just a simple supplement and working out and right deep breathing right. and of course my little random like nope the world is not falling and even if it is that's okay, okay. too you know <laughs> totally so I'm I'm curious and if this is too um, personal say so but um, I'm curious like have you connected the dots as to why it's like that for you I mean is that like a personality related thing is it like a morning person thing is it um, like, what is that? Have you been able to connect why it happens between that time? Yeah, I think a few things. I um, we're just going there, people, and I hope you have a time to reflect for yourself it. if it's you sad. if this is if this is you. But I notice I don't eat a big enough lunch. Right. Um, I usually it's like whatever fun hummus was on sale and all the veggies that I want to dip into it and and right. almonds and and crackers or whatever. I don't eat like a proper lunch, so maybe it's not enough protein. But I've noticed. Um, 
the, the days I eat a bigger lunch, it, it's, it's not as intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as you know, I hardly have caffeine at all. Right. So that's helped significantly um, if I'm not hydrated enough, which I'm pretty awesome at drinking water. Right. Um, I shoot for 75 or 100 ounces a day. Yep. And I have my little tumbler that I like to, you know, that I keep with me. Yep. Um, uh, also if they're, if it's, especially if it's like a Monday and it's been a long weekend with kids and they've worn me down, um, knowing that, you know, they're coming home from school three thirty ish. So then that four o'clock I'm like, okay, you're full on kids of whatever they're coming at you, whatever mood they're bringing into the house. Um, and remembering to stay on the platform, not get on the roller coaster with them. Um, <laughs> if I didn't get enough sleep the night before, um, yeah, I think I think those, but I think even just, um, just not eating a big enough lunch sometimes. I know it sounds so silly, but when no, you're in the middle of the day and you're trying to rush on. to get everything done, yeah, um, you're like, oh, I, it's not that I didn't eat healthy because I did, but right. I just didn't eat enough. So totally. And then of course I'm having a big old dinner to make up for it, and my body's like, wait, what? Why? Who? 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 Who do you think you are? Um, but that that is really come and so for me I've noticed I really thrive if I save my workout time for the afternoons because I need it my right. uh, my my mental health is craving craving it because it really does give me that boost I need what about yeah, you I love that yeah I think that mine is a little bit more unpredictable just given the season of life that we have because you know we have a baby we have you know a four year old at home and then you know Levi is my oldest is in school and so when he gets home it's a whole different dynamic too so mm-hmm. I think that I. Can't can't really manage it based on, you know, what I'm feeling. Uh, so I think not that I'm out of touch with how I'm feeling, because I think I, I can stay pretty connected to it most of the time. But I also feel like I have to push it around based on what's happening in the home. Mm, <laughs> but yeah. I think my my anxiety and anger is pretty chill at nighttime. Like, honestly, like once I have everybody settled, I get some time to myself. So we have a very strict like 7 p.m. bedtime for everybody because I need that time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and I know guys were talking a lot about kids, not only because that's our life, but it's just been it's so hard for parents. Like, you oh, can Google my it gosh. And read every article ever written about parents, but it's very hard for parents right now, especially two years of relentless, no break kind of parenting. But I think anger and anxiety probably gets me the worst um, in maybe the early morning. I'm also just Mm. a super non-morning person. I hate mornings. I don't, if I could, if I didn't have to talk before 10 a.m., that's my preference. I don't wake up with like a, a joy in my step, you know, a pep in my step. I'm like, dragging all the way through. So I think that mornings is probably the hardest time for me. And I like to work out sometime in the afternoon as well. Um, cause I feel like that is actually helpful for that, um, midday crash that I'll have mm-hmm. sometimes where I'm like, Oh, it's 3 PM and I'm exhausted and I can't make good decisions and I'm tired. You know, I need something to sort of lift me up, like going for a walk or being outside. That kind of thing is really helpful to me. So yeah, mine, mine fluctuates. There's no, I wouldn't say there's like on a daily basis, I kind of, you know, have a certain type of experience. It just depends on what's happening that day. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I want to note for those of us who live um, in northern parts of the country is our winters can last really, really, really long, so especially here in the Pacific long. Northwest. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing compared to the Midwest. So truly, Midwest friends, you have my entire heart. Yeah. Um, and I remember one time I was in the Midwest in November, which was obviously, you know, so stinking cold. And then I was there again the following May. And 
uh, to the very same place. And it was as if no, nothing had changed <laughs> that, you know, the, the however many months, the six months since I'd been there, the weather was still just as cold. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. But all that to say, mm-hmm. um, you know, the cold and the rainy and seeing no sun for days on end. And then, of course, the sun setting so early is definitely um definitely hard so i'm definitely up in that vitamin d to 10,000 iu most days right um that's real i mean i can yeah. remember in new york too i also feel like you know part of having um keeping your joy and keeping laughter and keeping lightheartedness is being able to predict things and when it's like dark or snowy or it's rainy like and you can't do certain things or you can't get out of the house or you can't you just things are less predictable there's less of like a a steady rhythm of movement and light Mm -hmm. and all those things so I know it's it's worse where you are in Seattle but I definitely could see that in New York and in February it's just like the month where you know everybody's mad like we would just walk around the city everybody's angry everybody's over winter like no one wants to talk or connect we're just sick of it (laughs) and you're still getting like snow in February right oh absolutely in March too you know so the long winter thing that's huge and you're so right it makes a difference being in a climate where it's a little more predictable. Yeah, that's huge. As you think of why you're doing what you're doing and intentions, you know, it's the what by the time this airs, it'll be the 20th, already 20 days into 2022. I mean, isn't that wild how fast time is moving already? Yes. And so much is not changing for so many of us. So even though life moves forward, our situations haven't changed. And so being mindful of, um, you know, how to how you're taking care of your body, how you're listening to your body, how you're thinking about how you'll handle the people in your life, whether your source of stress is unpredictability of schedules of kids. You, you all know your stressors that we all got them. So whether it's that or something else, being able to, OK, I know this is happening. So how can I be intentional with my response and how can I be intentional with my mental well-being? Because this is. This isn't changing anytime soon that right. we know of. In fact, you you talk about the unpredictability of it, Ashley. The minute before um, you hopped on for us to record, I just got an email from the superintendent that they're canceling school for five days next week to try to <gasps> get through this phase and everybody nightmare. quarantined. So just the unpredictability, you guys, yeah. the unpredictability. <laughs> That's right. And I think um, – I want to circle back to based on what you just said and what we talked about at the beginning, you know, having low expectations for the year doesn't mean that you have no expectations. Come on. It just means that you're able to more readily respond to life as it is instead of feeling perpetually disappointed or angry or resentful or whatever things might be stirring within you because the season is very long. And I want to encourage you, if you're struggling out there, you are not alone. I mean, I don't, I don't have a person in my life who feels like they're thriving. And I'm talking people that you would imagine they are thriving. It doesn't matter their economic status. It doesn't matter what they have or don't have. It doesn't matter who they're connected to, whether they're married or not married, if they have kids or don't have kids. Like my friends all over the map, and I wonder if you'd say the same, Tiffany, are are having a hard time. Yeah, so I you're echo just, that. You're not alone. And that's why I love where this conversation ended up going because it is true just being mindful of your heart and caring for yourself and going, hey, what do I need today? And how can I get through the day? How can I love myself? What would it look like to love myself? Is that more water? Is it going for a walk? Is it giving myself a hug? Is it laying down and resting? Is it watching a favorite TV show? Is it yeah. connecting with a friend? Is it going out for dinner? Like, is it getting some takeout? What, what are the things that can refresh you and revive you? 
and set your heart towards those things. And I yeah. really encourage you as a person who has a, has a major background with addiction, do not underestimate the power of a routine. And mm. I'm not talking about rigid routines because I hate those. They make me actually just spiral out. But I'm talking about like a good rhythm where it's like, okay, here's, here's the things that I'm predicting are going to happen today. I'm going to eat breakfast at this time. I'm going to run this errand today. Oh, I I'm going to do this or that. I love that this. rhythm will keep you sober. And that rhythm will keep your energy stabilized and will keep your emotions more stable. But if you just wake up every day and don't really have any sort of rhythm or plan, um, and again, I'm not talking about being rigid. Again, that spirals me. <laughs> but I think having a rhythm will actually help you stay healthy and help you stay okay when you need to be okay. Oh, oh my gosh. So well said. One last thing I want to add. When we think we're, we're talking a lot about survival in this time, and I, I really love what you just said, and I don't think – I don't think I've heard what you just said. Uh, the words you just said were expect expect things to to go crazy. Expect things, okay, and then think about what the responses might be because we're three years into the pandemic. There are certain things we know we can expect. Somebody's going to test positive, and something's going to get canceled, or this going to happen. We're going to lose out on this, or this opportunity might close up. Okay, if we know to expect these, then we can kind of prepare ourselves those responses. And I think I I think so many of us just feel like <laughs> slapped upside the face every day by what's going on. But the idea to prepare the disappointment, I think, is pure wisdom. Right. In fact, um, but one last thing I want to share is this idea. We've talked a lot about survival and survival can be like, no, you know, girl boss, I want to thrive, not just survive. And let me tell you what, gross. you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's gross and it's insulting and mm -hmm. it's not helpful Correct. and it only appeals to a select few who are privileged. And let me tell and you. also it keeps everybody mm -hmm, else yeah, striving because the only one who benefits is that person at the top at talking the top. about all these things they want to sell you because this always Ugh. comes with a sales pitch. Okay. Yeah, girl does. boss never doesn't, is never without a sales pitch although if you follow girl boss on instagram they have the funniest stuff so just a little side note there. <laughs> well the culture not the, the culture the oh instagram. yeah the culture is yeah. it's it's we're not here for it uh -uh. but one of the things that i never want to underestimate about survival when you think of the civil rights movement what was their what was their driving force they wanted to survive they right. wanted to rise above their circumstances when you think of the maribel sisters when you think of some of the people we've shared about on why though and the women who made history survival was their key goal and that was their resolve right and we're reading about them to this day i mean look yeah. at mary magdalene look at mary the mother of jesus look at elizabeth look at rahab look at tamar look at hagar survival yeah. is a powerful driver if that's yeah. all we're shooting for i don't think you're aiming at the wrong place is all i'm trying to say nope especially in these times we living in okay Woo yeah all right that's all for now we'll see you next week bye-bye bye Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.